0: Coming up... Furious. I was furious. How can someone's blood alcohol content be 0.394? Several hours later, that's consuming a lot of alcohol. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime.
1: As part of this event, it is alleged that the new members, almost all being underage were provided a bottle of high alcohol content liquor. They were told that the tradition of the chapter was that the entire bottle, approximately 750 milliliters, what's commonly referred to as a fifth, should be consumed by the little at the event. In
0: March of 2021, a sophomore at Bowling Green State University died of alcohol poisoning after being hazed at a fraternity initiation event.
1: You said, somebody killed my son. Do you you feel like there's somebody walking around BGSU's campus that's responsible for a homicide? Absolutely, 100%. Stone did not have a choice in this matter. I hold them accountable as well.
2: Um, Anyone who was involved that night, whether it's an active member, whether it was
1: his big brother, whether it was another pledge to come forward, to speak up, to explain what went on that night, I think they're going to help with us getting a stop put in place.
2: But until they do that, you know, they have to live with us. If they're being told to, to keep quiet, to, to change their story, you got to live with that the rest of your life.
0: —Eight members of that fraternity would be charged with crimes related to the incident. Six would plead guilty. And just last month, verdicts were reached in the trial against the other two.
1: —It
2: is a split verdict in the trial of two men accused in the death of Bowling Green student Stone Folds. —There are no winners in this scenario.
0: Olivia Eugenio is joining me from WBNS 10 TV in Columbus, Ohio. Olivia, thanks for being here.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: So you recently covered the trial of two fraternity members charged in the death of a student at Bowling Green State University named Stone Fultz. First off, what did you learn about Stone Fultz through your coverage of this case?
2: Yeah, Stone Fultz was a you know, typical college student. He had siblings, parents, and um, like many young men, decided he wanted to join a fraternity. And, you know, as it's well known across the country, when some people want to join Greek life, there are some things that come along with it. And we're seeing um, some of the repercussions of that today.
0: So, what is it that happened in this case? What happened back in March of 2021?
2: Yeah, sure. So Stone Fultz was pledging uh, Pi Kappa Alpha at Bowling Green State University, and he drank an entire bottle of bourbon in March of 21. And that ended up being what um, unfortunately led to his death.
1: It is alleged that Stone Fultz consumed all or nearly all of the contents of his bottle and then was taken home by several other members, including his big brother, Jacob Crinch. He was left there alone, where some minutes later he was discovered by his roommate. After observing Stone for a time and calling for aid from friends, they called 911. By the time the first responders got there, the roommate was administering CPR to Stone. He was taken to Wood County Hospital and then to Toledo Hospital, where he passed away on March 7th. What was your reaction when you got the blood alcohol content level information back?
0: Furious. I was furious. When I tried to put together the timeline of when Sherry talked to Stone last, when the ritual started, and when his roommate found him face down in his apartment alone, that window was 90 minutes or less that we know of. How can someone's blood alcohol content be... 0.394, several hours later, that's consuming a lot of alcohol. What happens from there as investigators get involved and start to try to figure out what happened here and, and if there were crimes committed?
2: Yeah. So I think to really understand in Ohio, the way hazing is handled, you have to look back at the case of Colin Wyant, who was um, who died after hazing in 2018 at Ohio University. So um, Colin dies and his family works to pass Colin's law. And that was not passed until 2021. So Uh, That law, basically, to simplify it, makes hazing a felony. So prior to that, hazing was considered a misdemeanor. So... Ohio is kind of in a weird spot. It's a very tricky spot of what do you do with hazing cases? Now, um, the case of Stone Fultz, that happened prior to Collins Law uh, being passed. So these students, um, they were tried for misdemeanors when it came to the hazing aspect.
0: Talk about some of the other charges filed in this case, in addition to those hazing charges who is ultimately charged and what are they charged with?
2: You had eight fraternity members who were facing charges. Six of them ended up pleading guilty. um, And then you had to a variety of charges. So you had Uh, tampering with evidence, obstruction, you know, hazing, uh, reckless homicide. And then you had these two students, and we're talking about Troy Henriksen and Jacob Crin, who went through the full trial. Um, And so when you're looking at the verdict in this trial, it's split because, you know, you have these students, Troy Hendrickson and Jacob Crin, who ended up being found guilty of hazing and other minor charges. But those felony charges, uh, you know, manslaughter, homicide, they were not found guilty of those charges, which is kind of an interesting spot for the family on the family side.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about what happened when this case went to trial What was the case that the prosecution laid out in court?
2: So you have prosecutors laying out just the idea of what is needed to happen for students to become members of the fraternity. So that was kind of the big uh, center of this case was, was it... Was the drinking of the bourbon, was that a requirement to join the fraternity or did Stone Fultz do that um, on his own conscience? Did he choose to do that willingly? So that's where you have um, the center of this case.
0: The trial ended in late May with, as you mentioned, a split verdict. Henriksen and Crin were acquitted of involuntary manslaughter and reckless homicide. Not guilty
2: of the offense of involuntary
0: manslaughter. But convicted of several hazing-related counts. Guilty of the offense of hazing. When will we know more about the sentences that they'll receive?
2: That is expected in July.
0: I want to go back to that new law that you told us about in Ohio called Collins Law that's now in effect. How would this case have looked different if Henriksen and Kryn were charged today as opposed to when they were charged in 2021.
2: So if they were to have been tried today, those hazing charges that they were found guilty of, those would be felonies, um, which would make this case very, very different. And I had the chance to talk um, with the family's attorney. And the family's attorney was saying, you know, this might not have happened had these students known that if they were involved in hazing, they would face felony charges. If the Ohio legislature had passed Collins Law when it should have, after Colin Wyant passed away, instead of letting it die on the vine, Stone faults would likely be alive today because uh, Collins Law makes hazing a felony.
0: The parents of Stone Fultz were in the courtroom every day of this trial. What have we heard from them following the verdict?
2: I had the chance to speak with the family's attorney following the verdict, and when we talk to families uh, and you know their the people who are involved in their cases. Uh, do not get the full maximum punishment. A lot of the time, they are upset. You know, they they want the full punishment. They want anything and everything to uh, bring justice to their loved ones. And that was not necessarily the case with the Stonefolds family. They were more so just pleased and excited that the hazing that they were found guilty of hazing that it, you know the tr- what they call the truth came to light that there was hazing i think they were just they were hoping for the truth to come out and for justice to be done whatever that looked like in addition to
0: your conversation with the family's attorney Stonefoltz's parents also released a statement following the verdicts what did they share in that statement
2: they obviously deeply, deeply miss their son and want him to be here with us. But you can't go backward, you can only go forward. And they kind of touched on that in their statement. And, you know, we talk to a lot of families who lose loved ones in horrific, horrible ways. And they try to make the world a better place. So their, their loved one didn't Leave this earth for nothing. And that is exactly what the Stonefolds family is looking to do. Um, they said in their statement that they will not rest until hazing is eradicated on all university campuses.
1: You just never stop thinking about it. You never stop thinking about Stone. You just, it's constantly on your mind and, you know, you have a hard time focusing and you got brain fog and it just feels like it's, it was yesterday.
0: You mentioned the six other students charged in this case had already pleaded guilty to various charges. So now we have eight individuals who've either pleaded guilty or been convicted in this case. When you talk to the family's attorney, he also made it clear that this isn't the end of the road, that they plan to bring this to civil court. Talk about that.
2: Yeah, sure. So there is the university aspect of how much was the university involved? How much did they what did they do to protect the students? So that is part of the case that is definitely going to be happening moving forward. Uh, the family's attorney, when I spoke with them, said it would be a couple of weeks before they would file on that.
0: Olivia Eugeno with 10 TV in Columbus, Ohio. Thanks for sharing this story.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: And thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. We're right here with a new one every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to or following the podcast wherever it is you're listening right now. If you're looking for something else to listen to, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows. That includes our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reid Redmond.